Welcome to another episode of Revival Is Now. It is God's will for you to have abundant life in every area. We see in the book of Acts that the children of God were walking in abundant life. If they were sick, they were being healed by God's power. If they were oppressed, they were being delivered. Demons were being cast out. They were walking in abundant life. Now, in this revival, God is restoring his power to heal, deliver, and release abundant life. So I've been teaching you, now that it is here, his power is here to release healing and freedom, how to access it. And on the last episode, you learned the importance of walking in authority. Authority. One of the major things Jesus did on the cross was give you authority over the devil. And so if you want to walk in abundant life, you have to walk in authority and constantly reject the devil's lies, constantly reject the devil's portion, what he wants for your life. You have to keep rejecting it and keep walking in that authority of, I want God's will. Today, I'm going to teach you how to walk in authority. To learn how to walk in authority, where we need to go is the Word of God. In the beginning, God created the whole universe. And in the beginning, it was just God. And so obviously, God was the one in authority. And as He creates, He does something powerful. He speaks, let there be light. He speaks this. He doesn't just think it. He does an action of speaking. And when he spoke, there was light. As he said, let there be light, boom, there was light. And he goes on and continues to speak and speaks creation into existence. This is our first example of what walking in authority looks like. God speaks. There was so much power and so much change just by a simple word. The tongue can bring death or life. Jesus has returned authority to you because God gave authority originally to Adam and Eve. He said, let them have dominion, authority over creation. Jesus returned that authority to you. You are in God's image. So just as God spoke, when you speak, your words carry so much power. Your words carry life or death, literally. In the spiritual realm, if you could see your words, if you could see like fire coming out of your mouth, you would be shocked at the power of the every word you speak. So the meaning of your words can bring life or death is if you are speaking life, which is God's will, if you're speaking in agreement with God's word, his heart, his promises, you are speaking life. And you are bringing life because you're given authority. God's promises, God's will comes through you. You partner with God because God has chosen to use us on this earth. So every word you speak is either partnering with God and bringing heaven down and God's will to come to pass, or your words are death. And the meaning of that is agreeing with the devil's will, agreeing with the devil's lies. And when you do that, you are literally accepting and pushing forth the devil's plans for your life and others' lives around you. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. That's meaning those who love to talk, but they're not thinking about what they're saying and they're just talking, they're saying whatever, they're going to reap this, the careless words that they say. 
if they love to talk and they're not thinking about what they're saying, words of death are coming out, there are seeds that are being planted of death that they will reap those words of death in their life. Now we're going to look at the example of Jesus. Jesus, when he came to this earth, one of the big things he did not only was to save us, but also to be an example for us of what being a disciple of the Lord looks like. He was demonstrating to us how to walk in authority. When Jesus is on this earth, he's constantly walking in authority and destroying the devil's works and bringing the Father's will to come to pass. So all these times that Jesus is healing, delivering, preaching, he's walking in authority through all of this. In Mark 4, 39, Jesus was with the disciples. They were in a boat. There was a big storm, like a scary storm, dangerous. And Jesus just, he gets up, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, hush, be still. So Jesus spoke to the storm to the threat upon his and his disciples' lives, he spoke. He spoke with authority. Those are authoritative words. And it says, and the wind died down and there was at once a great calm. Jesus demonstrated to us how to walk in authority and see the threats of the devil completely vanish because the devil has to obey the authority of Jesus Christ. Jesus' friend and disciple, Lazarus, he had died too early. It wasn't his time yet to go to heaven. This was a work of the devil. He died. But Jesus, he rose him from the dead. And how did he do this? It says in John eleven forty three, Then with a loud voice, Jesus shouted with authority, Lazarus, come out of the tomb. So he used his words and spoke these words with authority. Once again, authoritative words. And as he's doing this, he's basically saying, death, you can't hold him down. It's not Lazarus's time yet. And Lazarus rose from the dead. And when we look at Jesus casting out demons, he also is speaking, speaking with authority. He had been saying to him, the demon, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. He's speaking to the demonic spirit and commanding the spirit to go. Time and time again throughout the gospels, we see Jesus doing this. This is how he's casting out demons, is he's speaking, speaking with authority, demons go, and they have to obey the commands of Jesus. There was a person who was deaf and mute, and once again, Jesus speaks. He speaks to open up the ears and the mouth, be opened and released. And one time a centurion soldier comes to Jesus, and he says, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed with intense and terrible tormenting pain. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Like I will come in person and pray for him. But the centurion replied to him, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man subject to authority with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those who are following him, I tell you truthfully, I have not found such great faith as this with anyone in Israel. Jesus says to the centurion, go, it will be done for you as you believed. And the servant was restored to health at that very hour. This centurion soldier, he rejects Jesus's 
proposal to come in person and heal a servant because he had revelation of what actually made the sickness, the demonic spirits to go. It was the authority that Jesus carried. That's why the centurion soldier is bringing up all these examples of him walking in authority. He's saying, I understand what actually makes sickness go and demons go. It is not something in the physical realm. It's not about you being near a person, but it's about the authority you carry. And then the centurion soldier goes on to say, I'm a person of authority. And not just that, he goes on to say, you know, this is how I execute authority. I just speak something. I speak something simply and things happen. My soldiers obey me. My soldiers obey the words and get things done. He's revealing his, how his spiritual eyes were opened. He knows what will make his servant be healed. Is Jesus executing his authority by speaking words? That's it. That, that's all that's needed. That's the key. That's what brings healing, deliverance, the will of God, change, is by using your authority. And by using your authority, you speak. Jesus is amazed. You can see Jesus is just blessed by this centurion soldier's faith. Jesus was like, he gets it. And Jesus was so excited because, you know, he says, I've, I've not found such great faith. Wow, that, this is the example of, of finding such great faith? Yes, because this guy has the kind of faith that works. You can believe in Jesus, just that he exists, but that kind of faith alone, you won't see healing and deliverance. You need to believe specifically in Jesus, that Jesus is your healer and deliverer to begin to receive healing and deliverance. But also, you cannot just stop at Jesus is my healer and deliverer. You need to understand, have faith in the way that Jesus releases his miracles. Jesus uses vessels. He puts anointing and authority in vessels. He says to his disciples, I've given you authority now to cast out demons, to heal the sick. So the big way that we are seeing miracles happen, how we saw it in the Acts Church, how we're seeing it now in this revival, is by God using vessels with anointing and authority and those vessels speaking, executing their authority by speaking. It's not really about physical touch. It's not about one-on-one -on -one prayer. It is simply about an anointed vessel of God executing their authority properly, speaking with authority. This centurion soldier had faith to receive any kind of miracle. Other people would not have the faith to receive the miracle of just Jesus speaking, and they wouldn't receive it. Jesus would have to go in person. Jesus can do more miracles now if everyone can have this kind of faith, this proper kind of faith of really what makes God's will be done, healing, deliverance happen, darkness flee. And then we see Jesus teaching his disciples about walking in authority and the power of their words. Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. Jesus does not say, whoever believes that I, the Father, will move the mountain, it will be moved. Jesus specifically says, whoever says to this mountain, 
be lifted and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. So Jesus is, is teaching his disciples right now, your words carry power. I have given you authority and this is how you need to walk in authority by speaking. And when you do this, because I've given you authority, your words carry so much power that even a whole mountain could be thrown into the sea. And this is speaking of mountains in the spiritual realm, mountains of demonic strongholds, oppressions, dry, barren land. We know that salvation comes by grace through faith, but it is really everything that Jesus wants to give you, you receive it by grace through faith. So you need to believe that Jesus has given you authority. You need to believe that your words carry power and this is how you execute your authority. You need to believe that what you say will happen. When you believe that you have authority, that your words carry power, that what you says will happen, then it will happen. I vividly remember the day that I received this revelation from God. I heard a, a message about the power of your words, like you're hearing today. And as I was hearing that word, my spiritual eyes opened up and understood that revelation. It's like I became like the centurion soldier where I got it. I believe. Wow. From that day forward, I became so careful over my words. From that day, I was changed because of this revelation I received. And the fear of God came over me where I was such a talkative person. Most of us, our natural in instinct, we love to talk. We love to just be with our friends and just talk and talk and just talk about whatever. Sometimes it feels good to talk. Sometimes it feels good to be heard. Sometimes there's gossiping that happens. Sometimes complaining feels good. This is of the flesh I'm speaking. This is what's like instinct of the flesh. And without spiritual maturity, it feels like no big problem to just complain once in a while. Just say whatever, whatever's on your mind, however you feel. But the truth is this, your words carry death or life. You will eat from your, from your words, either poison or fruit. And so I, at the time, seven years ago, was a very talkative person. And when I grabbed this revelation, I became so quiet and I only spoke with intention. Every time I spoke, I had to make sure it aligns with God's word. It's pleasing to God. The Bible says, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. It had to be edifying somebody. It had to be speaking life over myself, never death. It had to be only speaking life over other people. And when I started living with this intention every day, I saw my life begin to change. Now, I can tell you that I am truly walking an abundant life in every area. And the biggest reason I've been able to see this happen in my life, because I started speaking with such intention, because I started taking such care over every word I spoke. So practically, how should you walk in authority with your words? Every time the devil's attacking you in your life, attacking your inheritance from Jesus, you need to speak up. This is the action of resisting the devil and he will flee from you, speaking. 
Sickness must leave my body. Pain must leave my body. Depression must get out. Anxiety must leave my mind. Jesus has given me perfect peace. Jesus has given me a sound mind. Jesus has given me abundant health. By his stripes, I am healed. I declare all lack out of my life. Jesus has provided for me all that I need. I have abundance in every area. This includes my finances. I declare there to be abundance in my bank account. There will not be division in my family, in my marriage. Our family, my marriage, we will be united. I love my children. You're, you can be feeling so frustrated at them inside, but you speak, I love them. You could, you could go in your room and just speak, I love them, I bless them, I declare unity. As you are speaking these words, as you are rejecting the devil with your words, and as you are speaking God's will, you are using your authority. You are saying, devil, there's no open door, you're gonna come in. I'm locking all the doors. And I am declaring, I'm using my authority and saying God's will must be done in my life, in my family, no matter what. The devil's will will never be done in my family. You're putting your foot down. You're executing your authority. And because Jesus is giving you, you authority over the devil, the devil must flee. Your feelings many times are not your own, but they are lies from the devil. Your thoughts many times are not your own, but they are lies from the devil. So you need to be aware of the every lie in your mind, of the every attack of the devil, and you need to take authority over it all. I reject that impure desire and thought and craving in my head right now. I reject every thought of hate and jealousy and envy and selfishness. I bless the person you were having feelings of jealousy or hate for. Speak life over them. This is the action of you saying, uh-uh, devil, you're not gonna come and bring yokes in my life. You're not gonna have your way with my life. God's will must be done in my life. This is a big like rewiring you need to do in your, head, your mind. I mean, the Bible says, renew your mind with the word of God. So you are having your mind renewed right now. And this is very new for many of you. You have to spend time to get this to be so in you. For what has been stored up in your hearts will be heard in the overflow of your words. So to make sure what you're speaking is life, you need to meditate on the right things. The right things are the word of God. The right things are the word of God present tense. Like this is a rhema word that means present tense. What you're hearing today is a present tense word of God bringing revelation from the logos written word of God. You need to meditate on what I'm speaking today. Get this in you so it's in your heart. So it's stored up in your heart. So it just becomes an overflow out of you. It's like if you swear a lot, you can't hide it. You can try to be all prim and proper in front of important people, but eventually it's going to come out. In the same way, if you never swear, the swear words are not even in your vocabulary. So even when pressure comes and normal people would swear so much, naturally, fast, those words are not even in you. There was a time I, I remember I would stub my toe and it would really hurt. And I would be, I would start praying in tongues and I didn't even like try to do it. But I was like, oh, hallelujah. I was like really excited, you know, 
what what had been in my heart was good. Like I had been practicing praying in the spirit and I would just focus on Jesus so much that that's what was in my heart, it came out. So your whole life, you might not have had much care over your words. Today, you need to decide to make a complete change, a 360. And every day, start with the intention in your mind, in your heart, I'm gonna walk in authority today that Jesus has given me. I'm gonna walk in authority by speaking. I'm gonna make sure that all of my words are words of life. All of my words are aligning with God's will. I'm gonna make sure every attack of the enemy that comes, I'm not gonna let him just come. I'm gonna reject him like a policeman or woman. I'm gonna take him captive, every lie, every thought captive, and make it obedient to Christ. I am not allowing the devil to come in any room of my house. He can't camp out, sneak in. I am being strict. I am using my authority. And when I hear the knock on the door to try to come in, I'm going to speak and say, leave my house alone. Leave my temple of the Holy Spirit alone and get out of here. As you read God's word, you're meditating on it. You're getting his heart, his will in you, in your heart. Make this practice of spending time in the word of God and with the revelation that you're getting God's will in you. So you become just this vessel of authority who's just naturally walking in God's authority, never slipping up and speaking a word of death. When I first started taking it so seriously, the words I spoke, I had to think about it a lot. I had to like stop myself from speaking any word of death. It was like work, you know? It took a lot of care, a lot of attention, intention. But as I kept doing that spiritual work, kept obeying God with every step, with every word, I was transformed. This practice that was first foreign started to become me. I mean, it, it started to become so natural. So like now I don't have to try and think so hard. Words of death aren't, aren't a part of me, just words of life. And so that's how it will be for you. And this is how you will really be thriving in God's abundant life. And the devil can't come in any area because you've been so transformed to be so much like Jesus that there's no way he can sneak in and find a word of death. You're pure, you're full of life. You're overflowing with life and the words of Jesus. I know as you put this into practice, you will see your life transform and even quickly. So obey Jesus in this way with excitement, with joy, and may your prayer every day be, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, Lord. And I use my authority that Jesus has given me to command darkness to leave you right now. I break every word curse that you spoke over your life, your future, your family. A big curse right now that God is breaking is the word curse of death, of suicide. There's some of you watching who have said the words, I want to die. And when you speak, I want to die, you're actually making a covenant with a demon of suicide, of death. And so to be free from that, to be free from the suicidal thoughts and that curse and covenant, you need to renounce speaking those words. And also, if there are any other words of death that God's putting on your heart right now, maybe you said, I'll always be poor. I am poor. I am sick. I have the sickness. My marriage won't make it. We'll probably get a divorce. I'll never be able to do what God called me to do. If you've ever spoken those kinds of words, 
right now just renounce them. Renounce specifically what it was that you said. You can say, I renounce saying I wanted to die. I renounce saying I have this sickness, claiming it, partnering with the devil's lies of sickness. You can speak this right now. I cancel every covenant of death and suicide and I cancel every covenant of death of word curses you spoke over yourself. I break every word curse you spoke over yourself and word curses spoken over you. And I command on three, every spirit attached, every spirit of death must leave you in Jesus name. One, two, three, out now. I speak life over you now. I speak abundant life. I declare God's will must be done in your life. I speak this anointing to touch you and fill you and empower you to speak words of life only. And may you receive healing, freedom, abundant life now in Jesus name. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Revival Is Now. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Revival is now. Revival is now. Your